Hi listeners, this is Joan and this is the Lynn Ringrose Mo podcast, Keeping Your Horse Dream Alive. So good morning, Lynn. Good morning, listeners, and good morning, Joan. We're sitting here in Lynn's dining room and doing our podcast today. So welcome to uh, her dining room. Lynn, I have a series of listeners' questions for you, and I don't know if we can cover them all in this podcast. It may take more than one, but one listener wrote in and said that she would like to have your advice on how much time needs to be spent with her horse. She has a very busy life. Her horse is not boarded. She doesn't live with her horse. She's got a job. She has family responsibilities. She's got volunteer, friend responsibilities, all the busyness that we have in our lives these days, us amateurs who who ride for pleasure. And she's just wondering, she feels guilty about not riding her horse every day, not coming out every day. So, so she was just wondering, what advice do you have for people who are very busy, but who want to do right by their horses? Well, Joan, that's a really good question, because I think everyone faces that at some point, even people that have quite a bit of time. Often, I say life gets in the way of riding our horses. But horses don't perceive time the way that humans do. At least I don't think they do. And what I have found as my life has a fairly busy schedule is that almost um, less is more. Hmm. And when I say that, what I mean is if you think you need to ride your horse five days a week, most likely you could get the same amount of work done three days a week. But you have to consider for the workload you're asking the horse to do, is the horse fit enough for the workload? So oftentimes, fitness might enter into it. I think, Joan, like the way you manage your horses is ideal. They live outside. They have interaction with other horses. So... No offense, but I don't think they miss you that much when you're not there, but they enjoy you when you're there. But I don't think they, <laughs> you know, are. it's not the same as a horse that's kept in a stall and maybe the only time it gets out is when the owner shows up. I think that's very hard on a horse. So something to consider for a lot of people is I have I have said in the past that sometimes two people could share one horse for the amount of time it takes and for the little amount of time that most people have to spend with a horse. That maybe there's someone that can help you with your your time that you spend with the horse, share your horse with someone. If you're in a full-service barn, you probably don't have this problem because when you're not there, somebody else can care for your horse and give your horse what it needs to stay mentally and physically healthy. But I don't think the horses notice if they're not worked every day. I think they enjoy human interaction. Most horses, if they've had positive experiences with humans, I think they quite enjoy the interaction. But I don't think it always has to be about being ridden. Sometimes I think if you're short on time, if you just go brush your horse for 10 minutes or take them for a walk, hand walk them, or just kind of check in with them. I think to the horse, that's the same as 
as you writing them probably or spending a longer amount of time. I think the horses are more there for us in that I think myself, I get so much out of spending time with horses on a spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical level that for me, it's always like a vacation when I'm around the horses. So it's really important for me. My horses enjoy me, but they have a lot of free time and they have a lot of turnout. So I don't think they're really thinking much about it when I'm not around. Do you have thoughts, Joan? Well, what about the conditioning of the horse? So from the perspective of keeping a horse conditioned... Well, I think as you would agree in humans, and I kind of think of conditioning because I used to train as an athlete, I kind of equate equine conditioning programs a little bit with our human conditioning. Cross training is always a good thing because repetitive motion is what causes injuries. We know that both in human and equine athletes. So, Horses that live outside or spend the day outside are moving more. They are doing more what horses have done for thousands of years. So they're going to be generally, not always, but generally a little more fit, a little more supple, a little less stiff than a horse that's kept in a very small confined space. Now, sometimes that's just the way it is, and that's how it has to be. So a horse that's kept in a more confined space probably needs more human interaction and stimulation than horses that get to be outside um, grazing and being near other horses or with other horses. Conditioning, the horse needs to be conditioned for the job it has to do. If you're riding an FEI-level dressage horse, That's like you having to go to the gym and work out pretty much probably five to six days a week. Do you do the same exercises every day? No. You have a program that you do sets of different exercises on different days so you don't overtrain certain muscles. I kind of treat horses the same way. Fortunately, I don't have horses competing at that high of a level in my life, so It's not so critical. If you're riding a three-day eventing horse, there has to be cardio involved because those horses have to be fit or an endurance horse. They have to be able to go for a long period of time, so they're more like a long-distance runner in training. But our, our basic riding horses that we have, probably I would think in my myself as a human, if I did some sort of routine three days a week, and then I walked maybe three to five days a week a little bit. I'd probably be fit enough to do most things I want to do. That would be most of our riding horses, I think. If they did something three days a week or four days a week, and then they get to exercise daily somehow, maybe free exercise, pasture, turnout, maybe they go on a Eurosizer, different things. I think those horses are fit enough to do what most of us would want to ask of them. And I know we put our horses on a hot walker on alternate days as well. So 
you would you'd advise that? Yes. My favorite tool is a Eurosizer where they're not tied, but where we are now, we have access to a hot walker. And I think we walk almost all the horses an hour a day and they all get turned out every day. So the walking, I've seen a dramatic increase in the soundness of our horses for the most part and overall general fitness by going on the hot walker, just walking for an hour a day. I think it's really helped them. So I think in pasture, they don't necessarily always move all that much, but they have the option to move if they want to. But it depends a lot on the weather and a lot of factors. But walking on the hot walker, I've seen I've seen a lot of benefit to it. We don't, like I said, we don't have a Eurosizer at this facility, but that's similar to a hot walker, but the horse is turned loose. And so they're inside in compartments and they, they exercise. But I do find both those tools helpful in maintaining general fitness of the horses. Yeah, that's really good. I think a lot of people kind of struggle with that. What, what, how much is enough? And what I've thought is that if I if I work with my horse three days a week and then I work on myself the other three days of the week, I mean, so that you you free up time to to go to the gym or do Pilates or something like that because we all have limited time to do all these kinds of things. So maybe three days with him and three days doing something else for myself. Yeah, and um, consider, you know, sharing your horse or in your case, you're in a full service facility. So when you're not here, your horses are still getting worked and cared for. So really their routine doesn't really vary that much. So that's always a plus. And I mean, my horses, when I'm gone, are still in a routine. They they have their routine and their exercise, whether I'm home or not, because I have an assistant. So I think that's important to have that continuity. I think that helps prevent injuries. So... But I, I've known people that didn't have access to those facilities. And I think even if you could share your horse with someone, that might be a way to help your horse get more exercise and, and more interaction. Okay, well, we're at the end of our podcast. One question, one podcast. What do you think about that? I think that was a, that was a good question. <laughs> I like that question. And I think it's something that I think people beat themselves up way too much because I, I think if the horse has all its needs met and it can move around and be out and be with other horses or near other horses, I think that you don't need to feel guilty at all about what you're doing. They're probably quite happy. I think it's a good thing to remind people, too, if they have questions, to submit them to your website. Yes, we'd be happy to answer questions from listeners. Right, which we're in the process of doing. So thank you so much, listeners. We'll see you next time. Thank you.